previously on Dread and Breakfast. Welcome to Orcs. Yay! And he claps. <laughs> we could be in a whiteout for the better part of half a day. The door won't hold that long. You feel another, like, tremor. <gasps> you hear a voice. Won't, won't you, you help, help me, Gavin? Gavin? Who? What? What? Who's there? I need you to trust me, Gavin. He takes you to an unlabeled door. It's clearly like some kind of lab. Have a great time. And he slams the door shut. What? Oh. <laughs> Wait, uh, but, what? But, 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 sir, um, something's in my head. Uh, there has to be a logical explanation for this. <laughs> but there is, big man. I think the best place to start is just with another... But there is, big man. You see this, like, mist starting to emerge from the skull. You see at first what looks like one hand, and then the other kind of start to, like, pull themselves out from the edges of the skull, like, holding on to it for support as they, like, pull themselves through the depths of the bone. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) You know, they're followed by arms and shoulders and eventually the face and it's Last? very <laughs> distorted you don't see any distinguishing features they're just these like sunken eye sockets without eyes they're just hollow empty the darkness is kind of like running almost like mascara but the eye socket itself is dripping down bleeding down (laughs) into the face you see a mouth that is too wide for the face that it's in Doing a double take, you see the hands have far too many knuckles, far too many joints in them. (laughs) I forgot about that. And they crack as they pull (laughs) up the rest of this specter. And you see the torso. It's the genie from Aladdin kind of look. That is terrible. Genie from Aladdin. Excuse me. Because it's because it doesn't have anything past its torso is just like smoke. It's like if the genie of Aladdin were from hell, you know, and had way worse than just a crick in his neck. <laughs> yeah, is he still played by Robin Williams? Though is what I want to know. No, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. I would never do this to, <laughs> what, to Mr. Williams. It was though. <laughs> so that that's what you all see. It looks at you, Hannes, because you were the one who spoke, and it says, It's real. It's all real. Everything you ever feared, all the things they tell you go bump in the night. The monsters from stories children tell each other in the dark. It's all real. And you're lucky enough to have wandered into the middle of it. Come closer. Let me show you. This is some Grimm's fairy tale, Scheiser. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I, I think I, like, Hannes definitely is looking at the others to see w- what their reactions are, and also at Gunter, because he just mm. isn't processing what's happening right now. 
Uh, Gunter, because I can easily answer that, Gunter is staring at this thing, so Gunter clearly sees it. Heckles up fur out in a rough and like a low growl coming out of his throat. Gavin, how are you reacting to all of this? I'm just, just, you know, curious about Gavin. Curious why you need me. No um, reason. Don't be tense about it. Don't worry. Oh, I, ha- okay, I hate yeah, that. Definitely not tense, not nervous about anything. It's great. Why would we be? Um, speaking of nerves, Gavin is uh, once again stuffing his face with uh, whatever snacks are available. <laughs> um, hopefully Emery still has his fanny pack of snacks on him. Um, and also just between bites, just eyes darting around the room looking for an escape or just some equipment or an escape, hopefully. Um, If you imagine a room that is like north, south, east, west, Mm -hmm. you came in through the south wall. This ghost skull is in like the northwest corner, so like the top left, and there's another door along the right side or east wall. I think someone has tried that door at this point, and it is also locked. There's also, like, a spice rack, but instead of, you know, pepper, paprika, cayenne, why do I only know red spices, Um, (laughs) oregano, bay leaves, but you see, like, copper, silver, there's an iron one, magnesium, these kinds of things. And it looks like, they look like spices. They're like powders. So I think Ava has just instinctively done the mom thing where she like puts her hands in front of both of your chests and like backs everyone up closer towards Emery's table, which is hilarious because I think Ava's the shortest out of everyone. (laughs) Yeah, you guys are all basically around Emery's table. And as you push everyone back, uh, Gunter doesn't move because you're not pushing Gunter. You don't have that many hands, I'm sorry. (laughs) And you notice that you, you push everyone back past this thin metal band that's been inlaid into the ground and like circles the desk where the skull is. Oh. You all go like back past that. And the ghost kind of sort of like floats towards you because that's what this is. It's a ghost. Uh. Out loud it says, yeah, because that's, you can say not out loud. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> um, I don't know. We've had things talking to us in our heads. So. Yeah. Yeah, this that's is fair. a fair distinction. That, okay. It says, don't go. And Gunter is still forward. Gunter is still forward. He's like half in, half out. Hannes calls to him to get him to come back. Gunter actually doesn't respond the first time he called him. I call him again. Gunter, come. Make me a poll, Hannes. Oh, here oh. it is. All right. No. <laughs> Even though I have like a direct psychic link with this dog. <laughs> You have a deep psychic connection with this dog, and yet you must still make a pull. What could that mean? What could it be? <laughs> All right, have pulled from your tower. Thank you. My dog will listen to me now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> your dog does listen to you, and he, he backs the fuck up. He doesn't look at you. He doesn't take his eyes off this thing. And I should say, this ghost, this specter, is like meandering towards you in like a floaty sort of way. And Gunter kind of passes back behind this band in the floor. And the ghost says, Here, doggy, doggy, doggy. No! (laughs) What's wrong? Gunter just growls and lets out like a bark. Um, okay. What's wrong? Where do I even begin? Um, so you are, you're, you're, you're a dead person. Did... 
did you have a, a name? Did, did the people here kill you? It says, I don't remember my name. They killed me? <laughs> no, silly. They couldn't kill me. I don't remember my name. I might have been down here just a bit too long. They've been experimenting on me. I need to leave. I can tell you aren't them. Your outfits aren't right. Let me out. What do you have to fear? Eva, this does not seem advisable. Oh, come on, big guy. <laughs> um. Christine, when you think of how Hannes responds, I'm just imagining like Hannes stopping and then like the dial up tone playing through his head because like he doesn't understand what's going on right the now. The dial up tone honestly is going through Christine's head as well. I. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I, I honestly like. I I think Hannes is just like this. Does not seem advisable. We we don't even know where you are, who you are, what the the ramifications of this are. Uh, our best course of action is most likely to to escape from here. And Hannes, uh, uh, so we're backing towards the door, correct? Yeah. Does Hannes does Hannes know how to pick a lock? Ooh, he does have a fork. That's lock pick adjacent. I. And and now you can correct me, Christine, but I really don't think that upstanding virtuous Hannes ever learned <laughs> oh, God. how to pick a He's lock. He's not virtuous, may I clarify. He is utilitarian. <laughs> he seems like a pretty lawful good character. Hannes is is a greater good character. And if that requires doing some, uh, you know, not super potentially legal things. Okay. All right. I'll let you try to pick the lock with your fork, because that's all you've got. There isn't any, like, stuff on these science tables, like little... Christine, they don't keep lock-picking supplies in <laughs> in the room. Like, that That would be but wild. Like, like an X-Acto knife type of thing. Yeah, a scalpel, it, you some, think an X-Acto some tweezers. Knife would be... Desperate times, desperate measures, kind of thing, you know. Okay, one, Hannes, you're gonna you have to make me a pull to find something like that in this room. But then I think it's the finale. I'm gonna be mean. I want like three <laughs> pulls to pick three? the lock. Ugh. I don't think Hannes can pick locks. I don't think that's like something Hannes has in his repertoire of skills. So hold you know? on. So you want one pull to find a lock pick and then three pulls to pick the lock? Yes. I'm gonna tell you straight up, a fork just isn't gonna cut it. Like that's <laughs> mm. that's madness. <laughs> <laughs> what if um i mean uh -huh. hannes is giant right so like can i just like kick this lock and open the door <laughs> no <laughs> hannes you're big and i appreciate that there's a reason these doors are very reinforced and <laughs> it's not because i'm being an asshole I mean, it is, but like there is a story reason for it also. All right. This is too many pulls. This is not going to work. Hannes, Hannes is going to have a think. The dial-up tone recommences. <laughs> Gavin, you look around, your head's on a swivel looking for some sort of way out, and you notice that this door has some kind of electronic component to it. You see like a conduit in like the top of it. Right now it has a red light on it for... Don't go this way. It's locked, please. <laughs> Which door? Not the door that you came in 
the door that you're pretty sure doesn't have people waiting on the other side of it. Oh, this is hmm. this is a good point. You all also hear the ghost say, "I can get you out of here." Yeah, uh, leaving sounds good. How how do we do that? Gotta come in the circle first, my guy. He wouldn't say my guy. <laughs> he might. He sounds like a cool dude. Oh, yeah, let's go with that. Gavin's just like the ghost whisperer. Um, what? Why? What's in the, what's the circle for? Well, if I'm going to tell you how to get out of here, you got to take me with you. That's my deal. I mean, if you were like a person... I could see us making that deal, but... Um... I was a person. I think you're being a little bit deathist right now, boy. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's something I'm going to examine in a safe space. <laughs> um... The temperature in the room seems to be dropping. No. I mean, you're in the Arctic. It's cold everywhere. No, I'm pretty sure this is ghost shit. Maybe their life support system is failing. Who knows? Oh, great. Um, so... Can I be, like, tracking this ghost as it, like, oscillates back and forth? How far away is it staying from this circle, which I assume is containing it? Hey, points to you, Ava. Yay. <laughs> if I could give you a gold star, I would. My second gold star of the adventure. <laughs> yeah, it is. Ava, you're just collecting the stars, aren't you? Damn. Um, Collect all five and you can send them in for a prize. I want the giant slinky. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I guess I want to see like how much it is avoiding that metal ring thing. Sure. It seems to be giving that band, and it's not a thick band, it's pretty thin. It's like the width of a finger. It's not getting more than a foot closer to that exit. And it says again, I can tell you how to get out of here. Gotta come take me with you. I'm not gonna say otherwise. How about... You tell us what happens when we come in the circle? Because you seem to be um, avoiding that like the plague. Oh, shoot. Did you die from the plague? Is that offensive? Is that deathist of me? <laughs> oh, God. It's another one like her. <laughs> like who? What? You don't know. Oh, okay. Well, you come in, pick up my skull, and uh, carry me out. Oh. Of this circle that I'm in. Oh, no. I, I'm aware that this is not a convincing argument. <laughs> I would like to back up towards that spice rack. Mm -hmm. And I want to see if any of those spicy metals match the hue of the metal on the floor. Because if Ooh. that thing doesn't like that, I feel like it also wouldn't like some spice in its face. The silver one is the same hue as the one in the floor. Okay. I would like to grab that. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, um, I'm just taking some souvenirs. Okay, so that's bullshit, right? <laughs> Nobody here bought that. And he, the ghost looks at you, Hannes, and is like, you all seem to know each other like that. <laughs> that was a lie, right? You know that that was a lie. Like, I know that that was a And so you must also, <laughs> right? I know that Ava has her reasons for behaving the way that she behaves. <laughs> I don't think the captain would ever lie. Um, okay, that was also a lot like you all. Like, God, I'm dead, not stupid. Well, well, how do we know you're not lying about getting us out? I mean, this just seems like 
an eternal standoff situation. I think I'm just gonna try to get out myself. I mean, if this is an eternal standoff, I I think I'm gonna have you beat there. Oh! <laughs> but no, no. Figure it out on your own, I guess. And it it doesn't fully recede, but it starts to like back into the skull. Wait. Yes. You said they completed some experiments. What kind of experiments? What happens in this place? You don't know. It like coils as though it's about to spring and just like launches itself at you and again stops dead in its tracks one foot away from the line. Hannes takes a step closer to it. Ooh, Hannes. Hannes, you're getting very cold. You can start to see your breath in front of you and it says, what are they doing here? You don't know, do you? No, that's not a lie. (laughs) they research us they try to find us they search for more they're hoarders hoarders of dead things hoarders of monsters and other such oddities they want to know more about us how to control us how to confine us so, so you're saying we're locked in a ghost jail? <laughs> I'd never thought of it that way before, but yeah. Welcome to Alcatraz. We're like Arctic Traz. Ooh, <laughs> the ghost isn't that clever. <laughs> so while while they're talking, about how many spices can I carry? <laughs> we have big pockets in our rescue shit, right? You just have normal pockets and you can fit like six of them. Okay, three so in I want to take know? six. I want to give Gavin six and I want to give Hannah six. There aren't six. that many. <laughs> <laughs> There's like one of each. I'm going to give Hannes the silver one, Gavin the iron one, and I will take, what the fuck is left? Copper and magnesium? Sure. Bold choice, Ava. There's also, you know what? I feel like having fun today. There's also one that's just labeled gunpowder. Oh! Who wants that one, though? Well, hold on. (laughs) What do your mom instincts tell you? (laughs) Yeah, my mom instinct is to keep that one for myself because I have a flare gun and I think I can make a big boom happen if I need to. Uh, I, you can make an even bigger um, broom with that magnesium in your flare gun, my dude. Ooh. Well, okay, I'm going to give the gunpowder to Hannes because he has a flare and can light it on fire if he needs to. That's true. And then I'll keep the magnesium and the copper. Hannes is definitely wearing cargo pants. Oh, okay. There <laughs> you so go. So he's got like a, a nice pocket for that gunpowder. Oh, uh, shit. Actually, Gavin, you can have the copper one too. I don't, I don't want to have more than Aww, you. Oh, thanks, boss. You guys are all wonderful looters, I, I gotta say. <laughs> um, I think as Ava brings the jar over to Hannes, mm-hmm. he looks mm-hmm. at Ava and goes, I'm very tempted to bring it with us, Ava. This is the only thing that has been giving us any answers about what the hell this place is. I've been here a long time, big guy. You can't hear me. <laughs> I have ghost hearing. I saw Danny Phantom. I know how that shit works. <laughs> He's been in the workspace 
for a very long time, and yet not long enough that he missed out <laughs> on Danny Phantom. Oh no, that was one hundred percent. No, me. no, the ghost shut did up. Not I say. Maroon fucking like slacks off at work and has Danny Phantom up on his phone. <laughs> Maroon is convinced that it works that way. And if Maroon can just get enough information <laughs> about ghosts, Maroon can be the real life Danny Phantom. I'm going ghost. Yes. Yeah. Like that's what Maroon wants. But okay. So when you, you know, whisper that you're tempted to take it with us, I think Ava would look at you and then look at Gunter. Gunter still hackles up. Not happy. I mean, does that make sense? This thing is terrifying. Look at it. I appreciate that. I've cultivated this form for a long time. Watch, I can even do this. And oh no, I oh need no. pulls from everyone as I you see regrets. the ghost's head do like a full 360 no. on its neck. And you hear like no. snapping no. as like imaginary, not real vertebrae are like Ooh. breaking. That's a good right. party trick. Here we go. Oh, Why is this causing God. us to have to pull though? To not vomit. Because it's oh. it's scary. <laughs> oh, Jacob. That's mine. The bottom row. <laughs> Jacob, I appreciate you. Aw, thanks, Bob. You're okay, I guess. <laughs> See, that's a proper place to take a pull from. Okay, here I go. You're doing great. Can I say, all of you, you're doing great. It's a little... That was uh, fine. A little, not uh, dead yet. Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it pulls that shit, and I, like, look at Hannes. So, so you... Want to bring that with us. Do you know the layout? Uh, no, but I do know you're in ghost jail, so <laughs> they're probably not that nice. I mean, they're not particular. Ghost jail was a metaphor. My only crime is being a ghost. Say we were to take you with us. How do we know, how can we trust that you're not going to harm us? I Well, I'm not convinced. Let's go. <laughs> I think the ghost is willing to bet it all on this. I'll tell you how to get out of here without you coming to get me. But once I tell you, you take me with you. Fair? And you tell us where the best place to hide out is to wait out the polar storm that's outside? Because we have, optimistically, I think, maybe... 10 hours before it's safe to leave the base. Because if we leave now, I think we're all dead anyway. I mean, I wasn't aware of the weather outside. I don't have, like, that's not how, I'm not. You weren't a meteorologist when you were alive. I was going to say omniscient. <laughs> I can't see through things. I can move through things. And you see it sink halfway below the table until, like, only its eyes. Oh. <laughs> but it can't get past the metal. Wait. If we, like, tell it that we're going to make the deal, it can't get past the metal. So we could just leave, right? You could. I like that it took you this long to realize we could lie. I was instantly there, <laughs> and I thought it was obvious to the point where I didn't need to say anything. As you guys are thinking about this, you feel another quake as everything starts to shake. And one of the jars on one of the shelves here, it falls off. Thankfully, this one was empty. Oh. And the ghost says, He's not happy. He wants out even worse than I do. I is he another ghost? <laughs> they didn't tell you anything, did they? That I'm saving for me until you let me out. But I'll still tell you how to get out of here first. Do we have a deal? All right, tell us. 
the ghost will describe that on the like right hand side of the we'll call it the escape door behind some jars on that cabinet there is like a lever that if you pull it it will disable the power to the door and like the magnetic locks that are bolting it in place will be disabled and you should be able to like pry it open with some some great feats of strength <laughs> I don't know who amongst hmm. you would be yeah. able to do such a thing. Who could? Well. Yeah, I mean, I investigate this immediately. You see a lever. I, I pull it. You hear kind of like a... <laughs> and all the lights in the room go off, including the light above the door. After like three seconds, these green underlit emergency lights come on and everything in the room now is lit with this ghoulish green light <laughs> and is coming up through the jars and casting weird shadows on the walls. You see like really distorted figures and faces. And in those several seconds of darkness, you could not see the ghostly visage at all. And when it the light comes back on. It's like right up against the barrier, like very uh. close to all of you. And it says, all right, now let me out. Well, I'll feed a thing. And uh, Hannes runs and slams his body into the door to open it. Uh, Hannes, it's a, it's a pull. All right. <laughs> so you do run into it, and then you pull it. So yeah, Hannes, you, you run into it, and then you're like... Oh, wait, no, I just pulled from the tower. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought you meant like, that requires a pull. <laughs> Hannes? No, you know what? Hannes? Hannes, because you did this unnecessary pull, and I love you for that, Christine, I'm going to say that you get to tell me the really cool way that you open this door. Okay. <laughs> so he like, takes two quick steps towards the door and like literally just with one hand grabs it and yanks it and pulls it so hard that like it almost comes off of the hinges. It flies Damn. open. Fuck. With a big cascading boom. All of this lit by this hella cool green lighting. Fuck. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so you do that. You see the ghost's eye sockets get wider and oh, its no. mouth just kind of like seal up with just like pent up rage. And then I'm assuming you're all leaving. Yep. Yes. Okay. So as you all start to leave, you, you see its mouth pull itself open. Oh, the no. lips were like stretching apart and there's these strands still like holding together and they're being like pulled like taffy. Oh. It lets out the most guttural wail of rage at you, Hannes, for breaking your end of a bargain. <laughs> okay. And also with that great booming crash of the door like flying open, you hear muffled talking coming from the door that you had been like led in here from and you hear like pounding on it. And then you hear a voice, a muffled voice, shout, what's going on in there? Oh, <laughs> time to go. Bye. And Hannes gestures towards the open door. Gavin's going to run back over and pick up Emery and also his bag of snacks that's with him. But most importantly, <laughs> Emery. That's snacks. fair. Gavin, as you get close to Emery, you have to get really close to the ghost who's now like screaming at you. Make me a pull. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Cool. Oh, 
no! <laughs> oh, this is what we get for saving our medic boy. Oh, no, the ghost would have eaten him, though, for real. Oh, no, he probably would have. Uh, dude. Uh, yeah, Gavin, you you run in, grab Emery, pick him up. This ghost is, like, wailing. It's, like, daggers in your skull. It's so sharp. But you're able to kind of hustle on out. Uh, Hannes, do you close the door behind you? Yeah, once Gunter and, and the other two get out, he would slam it back shut again, for sure. Okay. Keep that thing in where it is. And as you do that, you're looking into the room, and you can see this thing, and it's still wailing, and it's moving towards this band in the floor, and it's, mm-hmm. like, moving towards it at, like, a really slow but steady rate, and you see its fingers start to, like, blister and, like, fizz as it it seems to be, like, forcing itself through something with great physical effort. Oh, Oh, no. And then you close the door. Is it getting through, though? Okay. (laughs) All right, whatever. Door closed. Not thinking about that anymore. Yeah, close the door. Don't worry about that. Don't think about that. Probably not an issue. And where are we now? All of you now find yourselves in a hallway. You see five doors on either side so like 10 in total each of them has a red paint stripe around the door frame and then at the far end of the hallway you see what looks like elevator doors okay do we hear any of those same voices that were like what's going on in there no because they're not on the other side of the door that you just closed (laughs) but they will be in a second sounds like maybe Uh (laughs) um You like all pile up into this hallway. You all hear a voice in your head. And it's been hard to distinguish age or gender with it so far for the first time. And you're not sure if it's maybe like a proximity thing or like a signal strength thing. Like, you know, they they finally got like AT&T fiber. But you're, you're finally able to kind of like tell that it's a small female child. Whoa. What? And you hear, oh, oh, good. You're all, you're all there. I, I was trying to reach you for so long, but I, I, I couldn't. Where, where were you? My eyes go wide as saucers. Oh, gosh. Please tell me you're hearing a tiny child voice. You, you can hear her too? Are you still coming to save me? It says. Even like Gunther is kind of like shaking his head. Oh, it's a little kid in, inside our head. We don't know if it's real. Well, up until five minutes ago, I didn't think ghosts were real, Hannes. And I mean, the last time this thing talked to me, it said to not trust Indigo. So we saw how that worked out. You really shouldn't. You all hear in your heads. You really shouldn't trust him. Why? He's a bad man. Did, did they experiment on you? There's a long pause. And then you hear, yes. Oh, I don't Mm. like that. (laughs) Oh, I don't like that. Is that how how you can talk to us? Like, where where are you? I'm one floor below you. Quick, you have to hurry. There's a a terrible monster down here. Please, please help me. Is that the thing that's making all these earthquakes happen? Are are you in danger? Do, Do you know where it is? I, uh, I, I don't. I've been, I've been hiding down here. They've been trying to keep it contained down on this level. I got stuck. They wouldn't open the door once... Well, you'll see. <laughs> so, these people, 
experimented on you, are holding you hostage, and you need help. And Ava, like, meets Gavin's eyes and then meets Hannes's eyes. Well, we are a rescue team. And starts walking towards the elevator. Oh! Ooh. <laughs> Damn it. Hannes. Crick. Mm. Okay, I mean, yeah, Hannes. Hannes follows, I guess. It's a little kid. Like, Hannes isn't convinced that this is a real thing. And Ava saying that has just very begrudgingly has, has switched the scale to now it is time to act. Her maternal instincts are strong. <laughs> There's a child in yeah. need. And so receiving instruction from his superior and someone he cares about and trusts. Connus, if you die, please know I'm going to feel real guilty about it for like every day of my no, life. No, no. See, my goal is not to die. I'm. <laughs> that's not on the table. That's not happening. So you all walk over to the elevator. There's like a keypad. You need a code to get down. The voice in your head will give you one, at which point you punch it in and the elevator like, bing, and the door slides open. As she's stepping inside, I I, I think she's like continuing to talk to this child. Yeah. So how far away are you from the elevator? Because we're going to run down, grab you, and then come right back up, okay? Okay. I should be pretty close. I hid in a room right next to the elevator. I like look at Gavin because he's our our extraction lad. Giving him like a does that does that does that sound good to you? Look. Yeah, I give you like a sheepish like uh, whatever you say, boss. Look. I'm just going to assume that this conversation is happening while the elevator is going down. Yeah. Yeah. Hannes is keeping one hand on Gunter as they're going down in the elevator. Okay. And Gavin, you still got Emery? Oh, that's right. I'm carrying dead weight. Yep. <laughs> you yep. are. I've got my good friend who I think about a lot. You could <laughs> give him to someone else if you don't want the responsibility. Uh, no, I've, I've got him for now. I might probably going to set him down in the elevator when we get down to the bottom to try to run and do this quick uh, rescue mission. You could set him down in the elevator right now while you're you're still traveling down. That That's fine. Okay. Nothing horrible is going to happen. Don't worry. I don't believe you, but... <laughs> Here we are. Okay. So yeah, you put him down. And uh, right as you put Emery down, the lights kind of flicker. Oh, fuck. You feel a lurch as you Uh stop suddenly. Scheiße. And then the lights go out. And then the pits of your stomach just drop as you all start to fall immediately. Fuck. Who said everything was going to be okay? I'm a liar. I hate elevators. You know I hate elevators. I hate this. You are all in free fall. You have five seconds to tell me what you do. What? What? Four. I, what do you do in free fall? I don't know. Brace. I brace. I brace, brace every. Grab I mean, oh, fuck. handle I or something. So y'all brace. I need everyone to make me a poll. Uh, who's in charge of Gunter? Hannes. <laughs> I'm pulling. Hannes, you're going to have to make me two polls. And who's in charge of Emery? The ground. We just established this, okay. but I guess me. Gavin, you need two polls. No, no, Gavin, let me let me take that poll from you, because this is my shitty idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All right, nicely done, Hannes. Well done, okay. Hannes. I would like to establish... Hannes hates everything that is happening right now. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> he is not the only one. Hey, Hannes, it's really bad right now. Like, this sucks. All right, that was one. I'll do two. I should tell all of you, it's pitch black. 
Yeah, stop. Hannes is not stop. okay. Stop. You stop. cannot stop. see your hand in front of your eyes. Yeah, Hannes is Hannes. Hannes is not okay. <laughs> he's just he's just as they're falling. He's just muttering scheiße, 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 scheiße. All right, we all did it. Well, well done. Nobody broke any bones or anything bad happened on the fall down. Amazingly. So the elevator, like, you hear this, like, big crash. And you're all kind of dazed for hard to say how long. And but. it's still pitch black. You're in a small room. What do you do? Honest is going to try and yank the doors open. Okay, Honest, yeah. Uh, Make me a pull. Cool. Oh, oh my God. Just again? Well, yeah. Do you? Before you do that, <laughs> no, Gavin. It's too late. He's, he's trying to get out as fast as possible. Oh, fuck. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool and Excellent. Fun. Good job, Hannes. <laughs> you like start pulling the door open. You notice you're not quite lined up with the floor that you've like landed at. The elevator is another foot below this. It's like a step up. That's fine. We can still get out. He continues to pull them open. <laughs> you, yeah, you you totally can. At which point, Gunter gets the fuck out of there. Like, first. Gunter just yeah. jumps Aww. through, and you feel the elevator kind of, like, sink, and it goes another, oh, like, no. inch down. Fuck. Please get out. Friends, yeah. get out. Run. Get out. Run. Go. Nine. Eight. Yeah. I grab my good friend Seven. Emery, who I think about a lot, Six. Uh, <laughs> and don't forget to grab him I, and jump <laughs> out. I help grab Three. Emery, and I run. Eight. Two. Stop. Oh. Okay. Oh. Everyone said they got out, so that's fine. I was just kind of... Oh, I hate this. I hate this new cool thing. I, I, I can count. <laughs> so uh, you all get out, and as each of you steps out, you feel the elevator sink another, like, inch or so. Hannes, you you are the last one because you are holding the door open. Like, if you were to let go, the mm-hmm. door would slam itself shut again. And so it takes you a, a minute to, like, work your way out. Hannes, I need you to make me another poll. No. Okay. No. (laughs) No. There's been so many pulls. It's so bad. Oh, no. Christine. 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 You know, it's okay. Christine. Christine. All right. Cool. Fuck. Hannes, like, just barely gets out as the elevator again, like, just gives way and falls again. And it's just gone. Oh. And you hear this, like, screeching as the brakes try to engage, and they don't because they can't. And 10 seconds. 20 seconds, 30 seconds later, you hear a crash and it just reverberates throughout the whole place. Oh no. So Hannes gets out the door and is just like laying on the floor when he gets out. (laughs) You come out into this new space. I think I called it a hallway. It's pretty dark. There's one light on your left and it's right over a lever. A lever? A lever. Christine, I love the look you're giving me right now. Like, I, ooh, I'm, I'm living for that look right now. Uh, there's so much stress in my body. <laughs> you hear the voice. Did, Did you, you all get out okay? Well, we got out. Are you hurt? Oh, no. Uh, don't, don't worry about us. Where are you? We see a lever. Yeah, you can, you can pull that lever. That'll be fine. What does it do? Yeah, what does it do? It, it's the emergency lights. It'll, it'll help. Can I examine this lever? Are there labels? It says emergency. I mean, this is an emergency. Um, should I should I pull it, Captain? Sure, why not? Come on, Gavin, give it a pull. I, I guess I do. I, I pull the <laughs> lever at my captain's instructions. Stop it's her fault if this, this goes badly. Okay, Gavin, you you grab onto the lever, and you like 
slam it down. You see like kind of like the ding, 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 ding in movies, how like lights just like light up very briefly. And you all see the hallway that you're in. And this part of the building looks completely different from anywhere else you've seen since you've been here. This place is bare bones. Everything is made of metal. Oh. It looks like steel. There's like metal sheeting over metal sheeting with exposed like riveting. Oh shit. That's like what the walls look like. You're all standing on like a metal grate that elevates you about a foot off the actual ground. There are red emergency lights coming up there every like three feet along the floor. Quick question. Speaking of metal, did any of our vials of metal dust break on the elevator? No. Not Hannes's. They were safe in his cargo pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you only lost your nerves. You didn't lose your stuff. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck, fuck all of you right now. Damn it. Everything is like cold and sterile. You see doors. The door frames are painted red. There's like a single red stripe running the length of the hallway up to a great double door at the other end. You hear a small, very, very slight tapping at the first door on your right. Cool. That's that's cool for that door. So Ava's going to turn to like Hannes and Gavin and specifically <laughs> Hannes, who is sprawled on the floor. Small child <laughs> on the other side begging for help, and you no, guys no, no, are like, no, 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 just a minute. <laughs> She's gonna like look at her team and friends and be like, "Are you two all right?" Um, I, I guess I don't know how we're gonna get out though. I guess I should I should I start looking for some stairs? I don't think we should split up just yet, but keep an eye out for them when we start moving. Um, Hannes, Hannes, <clears throat> are you okay? Yeah. And Hannes kind of gets up very quickly. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. Okay, we can take like a tight 60 seconds if you need 60 seconds to just breathe. Both of you. The tapping gets a little more insistent. This is fine, Eva. I'm I'm here, and we're mid mission. We, we we've got something to do, and and uh, we've got people to rescue. Where are we heading now? What's what's the next move? She like takes a beat to like give you a beat to recover from that horrifying experience, and she looks at the door and like to the scary child voice will ask, "Are you the one knocking?" And you hear in your ears this time. Yes. Okay, now this is something I should have done earlier. Can I do like a vibe check <laughs> on this situation real quick? Yeah. Like I'll pull for it. That's fine. Uh, but... Ava, do you actually have like a motherly instinct? Yeah. Okay. I'll say you don't have to pull for this. That's kind of you. <laughs> I I mean, I just went hard on Hannes. I feel a little bad. Um... So, so you're... <laughs> I just went hard on Hannes, so I'll go easy on everyone else. That makes it better. Yeah, like... <laughs> you, I don't know, like a vibe check. That's super broad. Can you give me like a little so bit like, more? So I've, like, I've just encountered a ghost trying to like goad us and like fairy magic make a deal with us. I guess I'm trying to gauge, is this a trap or is this mm. like, does it sound like a kid who is legitimately just scared? It sounds like a scared kid, 100%. The ghost can't see us, right? It just can be in our minds, right? Or the kid? 
<laughs> as far as you know. Okay, then I'm going to reach into my pocket, not take out my magnesium, because I don't think that's appropriate, but like <laughs> gesture at my little vial of silver things that I think can hurt ghosts and shit and like look at Gavin and Hannes as like a, hey, maybe get ready just in case. <laughs> Hannes facially, non-verbally, yes. which is so good for our audio podcast, gives her a <laughs> nod and like a like an approving look as he reaches for where his flare is. Yeah, you get the that'll fucks a ghost up right good from Hannes and, and you go over to the door. I would like to try to open it. It is locked. You hear the voice. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I and you hear you hear like a click. I try the door again. It opens. It's lit with like the same under red light glow as the hallway. And you see rows and rows of filing cabinets Mm. standing just in front of them. Maybe like five feet from you is a small child. Human question mark? (laughs) No, a small cat person ch- no it's a no, the ghost said they hoard monsters like i want to make sure i'm covering my bases here it's a small human child it's a girl she has blonde hair that comes down past her shoulder she's wearing simple clothes you know like a shirt and pants has on like chunky sneakers she looks scared she has big eyes they're looking at you and, and she's like that was awfully loud we, I, and she's stammering. She seems to be well and truly scared. Hannes encourages Gunther to go in to her. Okay. Gunther goes in and he he sees her. And I, I'm assuming you're checking for like if he reacts to her like how he did the ghost. And he does. Yes. And I think that we probably have experienced something like this in rescue where the people are so afraid that they don't want to come with us. And we send Gunter mm-hmm. in to be like a calming presence. Got you. Okay. You send Gunter in and she like shrinks away at first. She's like, ah! but Gunter is slow. He's gentle. She eventually like reaches out a hand and like pets him. And she starts to like smile a bit his tail's wagon and she's like i thank you can i also go in the room and like sure. squat down so i'm at like child height and like pet gunter with her you know to kind of like ease into this a little bit because i don't think large adult with cool sunglasses <laughs> just like tromping in is really a great vibe right now fair enough okay let's let's start with some easy questions first my name's ava this very good boy is Gunter, and that's Hannes and Gavin. What's your name? My, my name's Melanie. It's very nice to meet you, Melanie. Are you hurt at all? Um, I, I don't think so. I'm okay. Okay. And the experiments that they did on you, they didn't, they didn't hurt? Mm, not, not really. Okay, side note, orcs just took a dark, like, oof, 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 oof. Humans with psionic powers kind of seems like an oddity kind of thing. I mean, okay. She goes, um, there's something scary down here. We might have to go. Or, or you all might need to get in here, actually, quick. And then she, like, backs up. Um, going sounds good. Where do we go? How do we, how do we get out? That's the thing. 
Indigo, he cut the power to this floor. We're on emergency, emergency backups only. I'm not sure how to get out. I, I haven't left in a while, but I know a couple of exits that might work. Hannes sighs a little bit of relief. Are any of these ways like a garage with like, uh, not bobsleds, what's it called? Snowmobiles, as Snowmobiles. in the famed movie National Treasure? <laughs> yes, yes. I was, I was going to say jet skis, but that's for a different climate. That would be or... a much different climate, yes. <laughs> okay, so tell us about this monster. Um, I don't know much about him. I just know that he's here and he's angry and scary. I think it might be a g- ghost. I know that sounds silly. I know you guys aren't from here, but go- ghosts are real. I- I've seen them. I'm sorry I'm not more help. She looks really sad. Aww. Um, given that Melanie just kind of told you that you just made a really loud noise with the elevator, and it would probably be attracting whatever the thing is that's down here. Do you guys want to run away? What are people doing? Uh, Snacky. How many <laughs> snacks do you have left? Oh, Emery always has snacks. <laughs> Jacob, there is a limit to the amount of snacks that Emery does possess. I don't think that's what always means, Fob. You let me put that in my character sheet. But we're dealing with like real physical things. Yeah, like ghosts. You and eat stuff. them up. Yeah. <laughs> ghosts aren't bottomless. They have an end. <laughs> This doesn't matter. The point is the snacks don't end. That's okay. Fair. So the snack. So okay. So Jacob is snacking on. You might have worked your way through all the good snacks, and you might be on the dreaded hundred calorie snack packs. No. Uh, I need to eat at least twice as many of those to keep the nerves at bay. That's fair. <laughs> um, Melanie said she thought it was a ghost, and mm-hmm. we have seen that ghosts don't like silver. So I think we all hop in this room, put the little silver powder outside of like the door. You know what I mean? As like a little barrier so it can't get through the door and just fucking hide in here and wait it out if something happens. Okay. That makes sense to me. looks very skeptical. (laughs) I just, you know, we are a rescue team and we go and search and recover. So the idea of hunkering at the moment temporarily not forever because we do also have to hunker for several hours to wait out the storm anyway this is true the logic is here it has arrived (laughs) i'm on the logic train choo choo let us hide (laughs) also because like there's filing cabinets in here we've got plenty of reading material while we're waiting yeah like let's do some light reading (laughs) i was joking but okay yeah (laughs) Okay, yeah. So you guys do basically, as you describe, Ava, you put some silver in front of the door, you retreat a little bit further into this room and open some cabinets and peer at what's inside? I think Ava will stay by the door to listen, probably with Gunter, Mm. to see if anything is coming. But everybody else, please go read. I will dutifully follow my captain's instructions and search. As will I. Although I do think that Hannes... Hannes doesn't really know what to do with Melanie, but also feels like maybe we should do something because it's a child. Melanie's kind of just like watching all of you act, like looking back and forth like, huh, okay. (laughs) 
Yeah. yeah. And Hannes is just kind of filing through one of the drawers and looking over at Melanie every now and then and looking back because she seems to be doing okay. So I don't... I, uh, it's oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's okay. You didn't look like a robber to me, but like you can just take what you want, I guess, uh, sir. Oh, I was not planning on uh, taking anything. I'm just uh, trying to learn. Uh, Education expands the mind and is the, the key to success. Stay in school and don't do drugs. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm sorry. You're a dare officer. Okay. Perfect. Dare? Oh, I'm not familiar with this concept. Okay. Here, okay. Melanie, hey, do you want to come help me over here? You look like you're a very good listener. So do you want to help us listen? And and here, Gavin has donated one of the 100 calorie chocolate cookie crisp packs. Are you hungry? I snatch it from like Gavin's pocket. Like she goes, oh, that that would be wonderful. Yeah, I'm 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 famished. <laughs> and she she just like runs over and grabs the snack pack and starts I... munching on it. I hate it. I hate it. Our listeners can't see this, but your eyes just bugged out of your head. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. So, who's carrying Emery? Um, Did you leave him in the hallway? Please have left no, him in the hallway. No, we brought, him, brought in. him in. He's a very important teammate who we would never forget. <laughs> yeah, ever. Is that because of the snacks, Jacob? That, and also <laughs> just because we would never forget him, and that's nothing that's ever happened, and nope. we've never edited that out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Ava is hoping to find like a gurney or like a wheelchair or like something to put him in eventually. Ooh, okay. Good idea. Melanie kind of like comes over to you, Ava. And, you know, she's munching on the snacks. I I could listen. And she like puts her ear closer to the keyhole. Ava like moves out of the way very encouragingly. And you all can feel it. You feel like a small rumble not as long as like the earthquakes that you felt before but you feel like a rumble and then another one and then another one oh, as no. you realize that they're just like gigantic footsteps oh everybody freeze i need someone to make me a pull who's holding things gavin you're holding stuff Hannes, you're rifling through a door. Okay, so Ava, you don't have to pull, but Gavin or Hannes, I need one of you to make a pull to make absolutely no noise right now. I'm a professional. You're... <laughs> okay. You got it, Gavin. Jacob? <laughs> it's... Oh. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Okay. You're fine. Well done, Jacob. Thank you. So, Gavin... You feel the first rumble, the snack pack in your hand kind of like crinkle tinkles. Oh no. You have to like hold it with just your thumb and forefinger so that it can't make any kind of sound. And you hear this this thing just lumber through the hallway and then you hear it receding. You feel the, the tremors, they lessen and they go away. Can I try to peer through the crack in the door to see it. Make me a pull. Okay. <laughs> Marissa, that is bold. The tower is I scary. know, but I do really want to know what we're up against it's here. It's still very bold. <laughs> Look, it's fine. <laughs> oh. It's, it's fine. Fine. 
Uh, okay. You hear that lumbering, but before it can recede, Ava, you, you take a peek, and you don't see anything. Bullshit. What? You, you see... You're gonna be... She pulled for nothing? You see absolutely nothing, but you hear these sounds, and you know they're coming from that hallway. Oh, oh. fuck. Okay. <laughs> Ava, I'm, I kind of assume that you just sort of like watch this the whole rest of the time that you can hear it because I feel like you're trying to make sense of this. You're like frozen there looking for something that you don't see. And right as the sounds start to kind of like fade away, uh-huh. you see just the faintest tint of a blue light coming from the ceiling of the hallway. Is the light moving with the sound? No, they seem independent. The sound is like retreating back down the hallway, back from whence it came. And this blue light is coming from like the center of the hallway between your door and the other door across the hall. It's the same kind of light that you saw coming out of from the ghost in the room upstairs. <gasps> oh, with the sky. no. Um, I want to look and see if uh, perhaps an Aladdin-style ghost yeets itself through the floor. Yeah. It stays at ceiling height. And again, it just it's like the ceiling is paper and this light is like shining through it. Like a soft glow is coming from this patch of ceiling. The source of that glow is not on your side of the ceiling. And so you're watching this blue light pass slowly back and forth in like like a lazy Z formation. And it suddenly starts to like turn and go over towards the room opposite yours. And it passes over the crease between wall and ceiling and disappears. Like it's searching for something. Huh. Cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Ava would call everyone together in a huddle. <laughs> huddle up, everybody. Let's go. Yeah, like we huddle up. It's it's the fourth quarter. Let's do some football <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, team. So first thing, giant horrible footsteps, invisible monster. So that's absolutely terrifying. More pressing matter. Um, I think old Knucklebones got out and I think he's searching for us. And so we need to act fast. <laughs> oh, this is wunderbar. Did you like that? Did, did you like old Knucklebones as a, as a name for yes. your cool ghost? Yes. <laughs> I hate it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> so, Melanie, old Knucklebones is a ghost <laughs> who I just named. And he's very mean and he doesn't like us. Okay. How? I'm just curious what Melanie, what is her reaction to this information about this other ghost? She looks nonplussed, like, yeah, ghosts, I get it. She got like that one smile in with Gunter, and she looked kind of happy to be like listening at the door. But right now she looks like the normal level of scared for small child trapped in an underground secret arctic base full of ghosts, ghouls, monsters, and who knows what else. Fair. So, Eva, if we are being searched for, what is your suggestion? Um, optimistically, we have a couple hours before the storm blows over outside, and 
if watching the last 40 seasons of Survivor has taught me anything, I think we need to outwit, <laughs> outplay, and outlast this thing. So, <laughs> I think. <laughs> and how are we going to do that? Find an, a, a hidden immunity idol? <laughs> well, no, no, hear me out. We go around, we gather whatever ghost hunting defense whatever we can from this floor you look at the girl as you're walking your way through that statement like are these the right words and she's like she's nodding encouragingly like yeah yeah i know where some things are i yeah i can help i can help great and while we're looking hopefully we can find an escape route that we can use too and we just avoid whatever ghost is down here make a break for it once the storm's over and I guess come back with the G-team to get the film crew later if we have to. Agreed? Hannes looks at Ava and Gavin and Melanie and back and says, I think we just formed an alliance. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. (laughs) But did you guys find anything in those files? Did you learn anything? I was about to ask this also. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. You found some files. They all have this really odd numbering label system. It doesn't make any sense to any of you, but they have like H and then numbers or Mm. like C and then some numbers or GMC numbers. Mm -hmm. So they're making trucks. (laughs) Maybe. General Motors Chevrolet. You guys pick up one of the files. It says C169. Nice. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Wait. Oh, no. Oh, no. Fob. Fob. That was the goof name that I gave Orchid, though. Uh Oh, no. What does it say about him? It says that, you know, he seems to have merged with some kind of cryptid monstrosity. Two people were consumed upon it getting back to the base and like trying to subdue it for testing and experimentation. Oh, no. And, you know, you're flipping through the dossier. It it has a lot of red marks on it. Like a lot of mistakes were made in this. I'll fucking say if two people were consumed. Two? Two? Does it say who? Eventually, they went with their nuclear option and they iced him. They iced him? They cryogenically froze him. They made him drink a very sweetened alcoholic drink in a matter of seconds. (laughs) You got it. God, I wish. Hey. Yes. Hey, Hannes. Hannes, you know how to have a good time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Froze. (laughs) (laughs) But is there, is there, is there anything in this file about it making loud thundery footsteps and turning invisible? Like, does it, does it say where he is stored? Is he stored on this floor? He's stored on site. It just says icebox. It doesn't say anything about big footsteps or turning invisible. It does mention that its physical form seemed highly malleable, like it could become different shapes, sizes, and things. Like they didn't even know that it was Bartholomew Orchid. Oh no. Oh no. Christine's laughing. I don't know that oh no, I'm worried. I have a theory. (laughs) I mean, go for it. What's your theory? No, I gotta play through it. I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm just gonna play through it. Cause Hannes doesn't have the same information that Christine does. Yeah, that's the thing, is like I also have a theory, Christine, but Ava was not Henry Hornwiffle in another life. Like, fuck, okay. (sighs) 
Um, this is just cool intel that isn't relevant to the immediate problem. Yeah, it doesn't cool seem. Fun. It's like you're. <laughs> I'm just having fun. Yeah, great, super fun. Um, honestly, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would be, I would be like reading through it because, because here's the thing. Hannes hates everything that's happening right now, and like, quite frankly, doesn't trust Melanie. Ooh. Say that. Okay. So what are you going to do, Hannes? What are you going to do about that? You don't trust this small, poor, sweet, innocent child that is in front of you. So I've just read an entire dossier about C one six nine, right? Mm-hmm. So I would know about like its appearance and like are the pictures in there and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You saw pictures of this man-sized like octopus tentacle monster that had yellow slitted eyes the tentacles in the photos almost look like they're moving they're like coiling and undulating and they feel like they're like grasping at you through the film oh hannes looks over at melanie what color are her eyes her eyes are brown all the time? What about when she was really excited or scared? As far as you can remember, you've only ever seen her with brown eyes. As far as you can remember from yeah, a monster yeah. that does mind shit? <laughs> That's oh, not no. really... I mean, if you had seen her eyes change color, pretty sure you would have noticed. Alright. Hannes is done with his questions and would like to move on. Okay. I've got a processing face for sure. Yeah. yeah, you've got the dial-up tone again, like the blue screen. No, no, dial no! Up. This the connection is happening. There's no <laughs> dial-up tone here. <laughs> but Ava would see you very engrossed in this, and she would shake her head and be like, "Okay, then let's just take the files with us. We'll talk about it in a second. Gavin, grab Emery. We gotta go. And I want to scoop up as much silver dust as I can back into mm-hmm. the vial and hand it back to Hannes. If you see old knuckle bones." Throw this in his face. I'm sure that'll do something fun. I still can't get over old knuckle bones. Old knuckle bones. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to whisper to Melanie. So you said you might know where we might be able to find some supplies? Yeah. Can you lead us there? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, what, what kind of supplies do you need? Like, I mean, food and stuff. Yeah, but anything more specific? Uh, yeah, food sounds good. <laughs> okay. I'll take you to the break room first, then. Is, is that okay? My favorite thing is every time Melanie talks, Christine gets this deep look of skepticism and disdain. <laughs> I'm this close to figuring it out, and I'm, but I'm not there yet, and I'm so angry. <laughs> uh, Gavin. Yes? As you guys are all, like, filing out of the, the filing cabinet room, Gavin, you want to make me a poll to notice something? You don't have to. Oh. Tower's looking scary. I feel I need to. Okay. Let's phrase it that way. Sure. He's going to make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> you can always refuse a poll, friends. <laughs> oh, it's swaying. Oh, God. <laughs> it's pretty spicy. Gavin, when you're leaving the door to this little filing room, you notice that the door frame, it's, it's kind of wet. Wet? Wet? Just a little wet. It's as though the door frame were a ice cold Kirkland signature sparkling water <laughs> on a hot summer day. It's dewy, is what it's you're saying. It's dewy, yeah. 
So that's fun. Interesting. And you notice that. And you see that. Uh. And you take note of it. And you can think about it whatever you want to think about it. Do you know what this is about, Melanie? Oh, calling her out. Fuck. She's been here. She might know shit. Uh, uh, it, is it holy water? That's a big thing around here. Um, maybe some kind of, like, pr- protection? Oh, okay. When Ava got very close to the door to look through the crack before, uh-huh. did I notice a dampness? <laughs> Was it the same crack that melanie was looking through or that she had like pressed her ear to to listen i pictured us kind of adorably being at the same crack like i'm above and she's like directly below me then you did not notice it at your eye level no i've deduced something from the questions you've asked to answer our questions just so you know what (laughs) oh okay what have you deduced i may have as well melanie makes the wet no. Was there anything in C169's file about generating wet <laughs> around? <laughs> or would you like to stop in the uh, in the hallway no. right now and read it? It was a sea creature, so there's that. Jacob, good point. If this were a game that awarded players with inspiration, I would give you one of them. Unfortunately, it's not. You you could. I could. You could add this. Jacob, I give you inspiration. What it does, who the fuck knows? I'm going to write it down. and Yeah, cash it in for later. <laughs> yes, okay. Do that to me. I love it. Uh, as, mu- as much as it pains me as me, I think Ava mm-hmm. would gesture like, okay, we don't have time to dawdle. Let's, let, let's go. Looks pointedly at the old knuckle bones room. You hear a crash come from that room. You hear something like heavy being like thrown on the ground. Okay, we are going. I'm just I'm just narrating what you hear. I'm I'm exploring the space. <laughs> yeah, so are we in the other direction. <laughs> okay. Perfect. You all head out. You see that the hallway continues for another several hundred feet and then stops at this like hexagonal door um because hexagonal no hexagonal who says hexagonal (laughs) it's like a blast door it's clearly very strong and has this rotating wheel on the front of it that seems to be like how you open it is anywhere on the ground wet well, interestingly enough, the ground right now is a grate. Oh, shit. Damn it. Damn it. That's right. But, Ava, are you trying to look closely at the grate? Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'll let Hannes and Gavin deal with this cool door. Okay. You need to make me a pull. Fine. I, oh no, wait, I just looked over. Oh no, okay, I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Fine, not fine. <laughs> You're gonna be fine. It's all I good. Believe. Watch me I go. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <We're> fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Ava, Gavin and Hannes are dealing with the door. You start kind of looking around. You feel like a, a light tug on your shirt sleeve. It's Melanie. What, what are you doing? Are, are we okay? Should we hide? Ava would put her hand over, like, Melanie has her hand on, like, her sleeve, and she would put her hand over hers and, like, give it a squeeze and just be like, everything's going to be okay. You're not alone anymore. We're going to keep you safe, and we're going to get you out of here. I promise. Aww. Such a tender moment. (laughs) She looks up at you, and she, she seems reassured. 
you both kind of like hold on to each other and like look around and you do see damp imprints on the the grating. Ooh. They're staggered. So it looks maybe like steps. Child size or big monster size? They're big. One of them is like dinner plate sized. Well, now I don't know what to think. Damn it. Okay, cool. That's good. Cool, cool. <laughs> Filing that one away for later. <laughs> okay, Indigo. And as you notice that, Melanie's hand squeezes yours tighter and you feel her fingernails kind of like bite into your arm just, oh. just a little bit. She's really scared. <laughs> and we cut over back to uh, Hannes and Gavin. I'm telling you, it should really be clockwise, clockwise, righty tighty. Doesn't it make any sense to me? Instead of lefty loosey, what is this? Clockwise, clockwise, and that's ever anything else is it's how it opens. I mean, so long as all your clocks are going the same way, yeah. Um, yes, but in what world does the clocks not go in the same direction? Oh, in a beautiful world of chaos. <laughs> Uh, that's not Gavin. That's that's me and my fun clock that I have. Jacob, maybe Gavin now has your hell clock. Yeah, maybe Gavin ordered a clock that runs backwards to deceive his family and friends whenever they come over his home. Not to deceive, to test their um, attentiveness. <laughs> but yeah, you guys are at the door. Are you going to open it? Yes. It's difficult, but gives after a while. It's maybe half a foot thick. Oh. It squeaks very loudly as you turn this wheel. Cool, great, good. And then you push the door inwards, and you see pitch blackness. Hannes turns on his flashlight. So you see kind of like four doors, two on either side of another hallway. The floor, again, is this like raised grate. Um, you see at the far end, a normal door. Seems rather plain. Mm. You also see a bluish hue coming from four door frames. It's different to like the ghost glow that you saw before because this is like spread out over a surface. So like the door frames are like an artificial blue light. Yes. Similar to some blue light we've seen on mirrors and gloves, question mark? <gasps> yes. Oh. If you shine your light on a door frame, uh, you see that the frames of the doors are all red, but they have like a yellow band that kind of like goes around the frames. Ooh. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. So like red is research and yellow is containment. Like our characters don't know this, but like is this where they are researching containment? Yes. Interesting. <laughs> I want to usher Melanie forward and like show us the way. Do you close the door? Yeah. Who does that? Hannes, you're big and strong. Sure. Hannes, as you close it, you have your light on the floor and everything besides like what your flashlight is illuminating is completely dark. And you turn to everyone else. And you see just looks of horror on their faces as these, like, extended, too-many-knuckled hands force their way through the door and grab Hannes by the throat. I need you to make me two pulls, please. Two? Two. Here's the first pull. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Oh, come on, Christine. Come on. Come on. You got... Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck. oh, why'd you pull that one? 
I don't know, Bob. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. <clears throat> I've made your pulse. Hannes, you feel something slowly start to like tighten around your throat. Oh. You're pulling against this icy force and the presence on your neck doesn't leave but you manage to pull through the door. Oh my god. The ghost that now will forever be known as Old Knuckle. Holy shit. I don't have on like any gloves or anything though. How am I not just passing through it? It can touch you. You can't touch it. The ghosts don't play by your mere mortal rules. It's not letting go. It still has its hands around your throat. That's how bad it wants you gone. Can I use the the momentum to flip the ghost over in front of me and escape its entanglement? Hell yeah. From two poles, yeah. As you do, it goes full on incorporeal and it's like ice water is just poured down your spine as like the ghost's hands go straight through your neck and it writes itself. And I reach my normal human arm and hand into the pocket of my cargo pants and I grab the silver and I throw it in its face. Yes! Make me a pull. Okay. Christine, you got this. You got this. You got this. Fuck yeah. this ghost. Fuck old Uncle Bones. Don't fuck my ghost. Aha! All right. <laughs> the ghost like lunges for you and you take the silver, you uncap it, you throw it in its face. So where the silver hits the ghost's form, it starts to like schlock off and like melt, fizzle and like fall through the grating on the floor. Oh! It just howls in pain and rage. And it's going to take another swing at you. Hannes, I need you to make me another pull. Oh, uh, no, I, I had an escape plan. <laughs> no, you run. No, I'm pulling the box. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. Hannes, like, he sees it coming. He's, he's in the moment. He's prepared. He dodges mm-hmm. out of the way and then spins <laughs> and lunges out of the way of, of the ghost and grabs the, everyone else and just starts booking it towards the door at the end of the hallway. Yes. Okay. While we pass the other doors, I want to like kick all of them open so that old Knuckle Bones doesn't know which door we went into. No, 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 no. <laughs> would you rather have just like a, here's an open door, come find us, right? No, like, but you don't know what's behind these freaking doors. Yeah, and Ava lights? doesn't know what the red and yellow mean, Christine. Yeah, so we're in the middle. We're like, <laughs> Hundreds of feet down in a ghost bunker right, in Ava, the Arctic. You, so, Ava, you open all the doors. No! But I'm not going to go in. I just, like, open, run, open, you're gonna run. You're going to release. You're going to release. <laughs> Ava, so you open the first door, and the handle is cold. And as you turn it, oh. your fingers feel like ice, and you crack it open. And it's a nice walk-in refrigerator. Are you fucking kidding me? You see some some nice meats. You see a rack of poultry. No, this is all a goof. No. You, <laughs> oh my God. Your, your hand is incredibly cold. You go to open the door and on the other side of it, you see another ghost. This oh, one is no. green. Wisps are kind of like flying off of it. And this ghost is like long. It's like if a person were like 2D 
but like facing you. I hate you. that, I hate that, I hate that. And it lunges out towards you and it gets <gasps> stopped by this, again, metal band in the floor. <gasps> this other ghost unhinges its jaw and it just drops all the way down to the floor. Uh, okay, okay. I, I jump back and point at old Knucklebones and I say, he's working with Indigo and I run because <laughs> I want the ghosts to fight each other. <laughs> That's genius. Yeah, maybe that works. Let's, yeah, okay. I'm writing that down. (laughs) Old Knucklebones is like hot on your trail. They're like disintegrating a little bit and their form is kind of flickering. It's like a glitch and it's, yeah, okay, wait, no, fuck it. We've all done Zoom calls. What am I doing? Um, Okay, it's like a glitchy Zoom call. One second, you see the ghost, its mouth is open and like half its face is gone and its arm is like up by its face. And then like in an instant, it's in a completely different position and it's like two feet closer to you and its arms are outstretched towards you. And then it clicks again and it's closer. Fucking, okay, hang on. The reason I wanted to open the fucking doors is because I thought it was like covering its face and wouldn't fucking see us, right? Like, but if it knows where I am, fuck these doors. Okay. Ava, you run out. Uh, You get to this other door. You fling it on open. You see a normal break room. It's very strange how normal and non-spooky this place is. Like, all the cold metal, gone. There's like a nice, like, beige carpeted floor there's like upholstered armchairs there's a table you see a fridge a microwave are there any visible snacks lying out jacob (laughs) there is a bowl of reese's pieces this bowl is in my head okay (laughs) amazing you are munching down there is a ghost following you all yeah no i grab it very quickly (laughs) this break room is in disarray chairs are upturned the table is like turned on its side jacob the bowl of reese's pieces snacks that you found half full and it was on the floor is the carpet wet is the carpet wet not wet not wet there were several uh, earthquake like events just throwing that out there mm-hmm. i assumed the earthquakes were from c169 but maybe that's a bad assumption on my part who's holding emery I think Gavin. Yeah, I I dragged him in here. I did set him down when their snacks became apparent. But <laughs> Okay. I should also say the break room is like almost normally lit. It seems like this is on its own kind of backup, backup generator. You can tell that they have their priorities straight. <laughs> There's not a lot of light in the hallway except for the pale blue glow of old knuckle bones as they like glitch their way down the hallway towards you. Uh, 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 break rooms have, like, fire extinguishers for, like, employees that are dumb and set things on fire, right? Is there, like, a break in case of emergency with, like, iron? Because I want to hurt this boy again. I resent the fact that you just think dumb employees light things on fire. Sometimes perfectly smart employees can accidentally (laughs) do an arson. There's a story there. Oh, no. And, uh, in the wall right next to you, Imagine the fireman axe with the glass casing that says, in case of fire. Mm -hmm. This says, in case of ghost. (laughs) It's an assortment of, like, effectively salt shakers. They seem to have, like, a blend of metals in them. Hell yeah. I pop that shit open with my elbow, and then I toss Gavin, too. I toss Hannes, too. I grab some, and I give one to Melanie. Gunter catches one in his mouth, and... (laughs) Ava steps forward, like two shakers in hand, 
I'll hold them off. Melanie, take them where they can find more of this. And I hold up my spice blend. I'll be right behind you. Go. And I want to run closer to old knuckle bones and oversalt him and then run and catch up. You can like open it and like do like a big shh, like a shower. Yes, yes. That is what I would like to do. Sure. Make me a poll. Whoa. Can I <laughs> Can you what? Okay. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Hey friends, pick a good door cuz Yeah, I- what are the uh, what are the door what's the door situation? Is there one door out? There are two doors, one on the left and one on the right. Go left. They always expect you to go right. Fine, we go left. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're fine. I throw my shit. It just kind of like rides for a second before like even more of it starts to just like slosh off. I throw the second one. Make me another pull. Damn! Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh fuck, guys. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's fine. You make a second throw with your other canister. And again, just another like horrible scream escapes this ghost as it glitches one more time and it's like right almost on you. And then it glitches out. One second. Two seconds. I turn and run. I turn and run. All right. I turn and run. <laughs> You're running. Gavin uh, and Hannes. You go left. You're in like a, a much narrower hallway. The emergency switch has already been pulled for this place, it seems. You see on the walls, there are all these kinds of shapes. And at first you're afraid because it seems like they're people, but they just seem to be these different kinds of suits. They all have runes and stuff stitched into them with metallic thread. Ooh. They're all sorts of shapes and sizes to accommodate an array of humans. They also like run the gambit of like degree of armor. There's like ones that are basically like a wetsuit. And then there are ones that are like much bigger and bulkier, more like a hazmat situation. Copper has been busy. (laughs) Yeah. And as you two are looking through the suits, you hear Ava like burst through the door. Ava. Is it it gone? Is Knucklebones gone? (sighs) I, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, at best, I think I bought us time. (gasps) Whoa. Do we have time for a, a wardrobe change? She, like, picks up one of the suits and, like, runs her hand over, like, the metal. I think this is just your color, Hannes. (laughs) (laughs) You flatter me, Ava. I want to find a child size for Melanie. How's she doing also? Ooh, ooh, ooh. What what are you thinking, Christine? You're making some some faces over here. Continue, please. I'm curious to see how she will react to this suit. Uh, She seems pretty shaken. Her eyes are back to like dinner plate size, and she's like kind of like looking around frantically. Melanie, so it's okay. We're we're okay. We're we're safe for now. Um, I'm really sorry, but we we gotta keep moving. Do you know what these do? A- am I right in assuming these will protect us from ghosts? Make me a pull, Eva. Oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> Must be a powerful oh, no. suit then. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> You managed to calm Melanie down. She was like frantic and starting to like panic, and you're able to like talk her down. And she says, I I I think they use them so they can touch 
ghosts? Hell yeah. Hannes is putting on a suit as soon as he can. <laughs> Hell okay. yeah. Okay. I don't um, trust this little girl, but anything that lets Hannes potentially be able to like do some damage. <laughs> okay. Hannes, make me a pull. To put on a suit? Why are there so many pulls in this one fucking hallway? The finale, hallway? baby. I, here I go. Okay. You can, you guys, it. you can always refuse a pull if you want but to. But then your no. mad shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> I have made the acquisition. Okay. Hannes, you find, you find a suit that is perfectly tailored to your mountain of a man stature. There must be an orcs agent of equal breadth. I do not care to meet this person. <laughs> Gavin would also like a suit. Gavin would like to make me a pole then. <laughs> this is perhaps the most tense I have ever felt on this stupid uh, podcast, is this episode. And it's just wardrobe changes. No, but like- it's an advantageous <laughs> wardrobe. Oh, Lord. Ooh. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Jacob. I will say, you're making these poles partially to like find a suit that fits you properly, but also to like figure out how to put it on right. And to do it kind of speedily, because you're not sure if a certain ghost yeah. might be coming back. That's terrifying. <laughs> well, I was looking for that suit. Did I see any suits that maybe were also wheelchairs or, uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, would be good for an unconscious person like my good friend Emery, who I've never forgotten exists? <laughs> does the suit have a sidecar? The suit does not have a sidecar. Was there a rolly chair in the break room? There was not. Damn it. I'm sorry. I'm not. I could have put one there, but I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> uh, Ava, do you want a suit? Oh, oh Fab. Fab. Mm-hmm. It hurts me because I want a suit, and I also want to find a suit for the child. Well, while you're at it, why don't you get one for the dog, too? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? If I'm going all in, yeah, I want suit for me, suit for Gunter, suit for Melanie, and also I want a blanket that I can drape over Emery. I want uh, all those things. They don't have the blanket. They do have a suit for the dog. <gasps> yes! You look around, and it doesn't seem like there's one that's the size of the child. That makes sense. There's probably not a lot of children working here in the Arctic. <laughs> Is there a small adult size that I could like roll up the pants and roll up the sleeves? Maybe that would require a pull. That's fine. Gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now I'm going to make a pull. Sure. We gotta protect Gunther. Do they need to make a poll for the dog? He already said there's clearly a suit for the dog. Yeah, I don't think you what need to pull for that. for? Oh, I don't need a poll for the dog? No, you don't need a poll for the dog. Oh, hell yeah. He didn't think you needed this poll, but let he you was going to let you do it. And I stopped yeah. you. No, you're right, Jacob. Thank you for catching me on my bullshit. Can I have a second inspiration? <laughs> sure, Jacob. You get two inspiration. Excellent. Yay. For those of you keeping track at home, Jacob now has two fictional inspiration that don't do anything, maybe? They're all fictional. Everything we've said so far in this entire podcast <laughs> has been fiction and has not actually done anything. So, like, this inspiration is just as useful as the suit I just put on. <laughs> I just have to talk you into it. So... Ava, you help Melanie into her suit. It's like helping a kid into their clothes for the first day of school, but <laughs> replace school with battle. I think 
I don't know what you guys are planning with these. But yeah, no, you help her in and nothing strange happens. Her skin doesn't blister and fall off or anything like that. She's fine. It's it's a little too big for her, I guess. But that's about it. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. And everything is deathly quiet. You don't see anything. You don't really hear anything. There's another door at the other end of this room. And while you all are getting dressed, you kind of look and set into the wall. High up is like a chute exit set into the wall. And it looks like there's like a little black flap. And this is just something you notice as you're like getting stuff down off of hooks. You uncover this as you're like putting on your suits. So chute exit as in this is where the chutes end, not this is an exit out of the bunker that is a chute. The first one. But if we climb up the chute. Hannes certainly can't fit. I was going to say. (laughs) Gavin also can't fit. The only person that's fitting up this is Melanie. Hey, actually, um, that's not a bad thought. Melanie, those chutes, do you remember seeing where a bigger one of those might be down here? Because, I mean, Gavin, extraction's your thing, but if we could climb our way out and be right by the front door, that's a hell of an easy exit. That would, uh, yeah, significantly simplify extraction, for sure. Um, I, th- I think there's a big yellow one. I-, I-, I think it's in a room just like a couple ahead. Sounds like a plan to me. Okay, stick together, keep your wits about you. Let's go. You enter into a room. It looks like an office. There's two rows, each with four desks in it. Rolling chairs? Fuck. Yes, yes! Jacob. Yeah! Yes! Yes! Do not have to carry my good friend Emery, who I've never forgotten around anymore. <laughs> you do. I plop him into a chair and push we him. We did it. And by <laughs> we, I mean Jacob. Can I have another inspiration? Yeah, Jacob, you have three inspiration. I'm so curious for what you're going to cash those in for. <laughs> Me too. (laughs) So yeah, okay, you now have a rolly friend. Cool. Each of these desks has like a computer monitor, papers and files. All of them are off. The emergency lights are on. The perimeter of the room is fairly well lit in this like orangey yellow light. You see doors. There's four in total, one in each wall. And Ava, your radio... What? (laughs) Ava, what the hell are you doing? You Uh, hear Indigo's voice come over the radio. Okay, I I pause and slowly bring the radio up. Go for Ava. Yes, it took me a minute to crack your um, code. However, 420 Blaze It is not a um, (laughs) secure (laughs) encryption. Maroon figured it out. I'm, I'm taking credit for someone else's work. Kevin, Kevin, you said that was a secure radio frequency password. It, it seemed pretty safe to me. I mean, who would guess that we're all huge stoners? <laughs> Apparently. Are we all hearing this from the radio? Oh, yeah, it's on speakerphone for sure, for sure. So this is really happening. Yes, this is really ha- All of you hear it. Listen, I have been trained to be paranoid. <laughs> Yeah, but, but Ava would turn back to Indigo on the radio and be like, 
Well, um, congratulations, Captain, for cracking our code, but so sorry that you didn't succeed in killing us with a ghost in the room you locked us in. What are you talking- that was trapped behind the bar. You were perfectly fine. Um, no, old Knucklebones almost strangled Han. It, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We are not going down without Time a fight. Matters. Do you know how much that elevator cost? Do you know how much a human life is worth? Because you seem to be experimenting on anything and anyone, including children, because there is a child locked down here that you people abandoned. And Ava, as you say that, you kind of like look down at Melanie to, I guess, be like reassuring to her. And you see her breath like catch in her throat and she tenses up and her eyes just start like darting around the room looking for an escape. She starts like clocking every possible way in and out of this room. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. That makes sense though. Because like they experimented on her. She'd be afraid of him. You hear like a tone shift. Ava, there, there are no children in this space. I knew it. I, I don't think Ava believes him. <laughs> Hannes leans near the walkie-talkie and says, so if we were to see a kinder, what potentially could it be? I don't know. An oddity, for sure. Well, you people have proven that you are nothing but liars and monsters. More, more monsters than the things that you keep down here, so we will find our way out on our own. Thank you. Eva, Eva, I think we've seen enough crazy shit to believe that things are not as they always appear, and that's coming from me. And Melanie's eyes go wide. She just, like, looks at all of you and, like, sees that you're all, like, listening to him, and she shouts, He's lying! He's a liar! They... And you're gonna, you're gonna listen to him? And she just runs off. Mm. No, 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 uh, hold on. Melanie, wait. Before Melanie can respond, you hear again the thump, thump, thump coming from the door behind you. Oh no, oh no, no. It's getting closer. I'm ready to fight. We've suited up, haven't we? Hannes, we're suited up, but that thing's invisible. I'm sorry, but I trust Melanie more than Indigo at this point. We move forward. Oh, and Marissa dies inside. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know if I do. Ava would like wait, usher Gavin and Emery in on this fucking rolly chair and like stare at Hannes. Hannes, are you going to split the party? I honestly don't know what to do. <laughs> but what does Hannes want to do? I don't know. I don't know. Because that's my captain. But I think she's making a bad choice. Ava would say one thing that might sway it either way. She would look up at Hannes and, like, meet his eyes. Whatever Melanie is, we won't be able to save anyone if we're dead. We move forward. Fine. (laughs) I'm going to vomit. I'm going to... So, Hannes, you walk into this room, and Ava, you walk into this room. Mm Mm-hmm, when I close the door behind me. And the camera sees... But none of you see a small, tiny rivulet of water. This tiniest little river is getting pulled back. And it gets pulled back through the door, Ava. And you close it shut. Fuck! And you are all in a dark room. Above eight different doorways, including the one that you just came in. 
there's that glowing yellow orange emergency lighting and standing in the center of the room is melanie and you all kind of see this like trickle of water just like flow back up into her leg oh no damn it damn it damn it and ava over your calm ava ava i'm not kidding if you're seeing a child that has to be him that's that's c169 i ava you need to get out of there ava ava and ava just like turns to hannes i i'm so sorry and ava as indigo is telling you you need to leave you need to run you see melanie look at you her eyes are just yellow Yep. Uh-huh. And then you see blooming on her forehead another eye. First her right and then left cheek, another and then another eye. Oh. How many people did it eat? Oh no. And it says, that's not my name. C169. That's not my name. I'm smelling. Melanie just blooms out. Her chest opens and there is these tentacles. Her rib cage turns into teeth. It's all cascading out and billowing around itself and it molds and regrows and grows. And all of you have exactly three seconds to decide how you are going to run. I need for you all to text me a number between one and eight. Oh my God. With one being you run back into the room you came from. Oh my God. You're not allowed to talk to each other. You're not allowed to communicate. This is a split second decision. Shit. You hear Indigo say, Ava, Ava, is he in the... Shit, shut it down. The emergency lights kind of start to flicker. Oh, no. And oh, no. Oh, no. Wait, no. Yeah, that's helpful. The, like, rolling grating of security door alarms starts to, like, go down over all of these doors as the facility goes into complete and total lockdown. Fuck! And you all... Thank you. You all texted me numbers. Oh, they're different. No! They're different. And so you all leap into a door. And I need all of you to make me one final pull. Fuck. Final pull? Oh, my God. I am so sorry. All right. That's fine. I'll go. <laughs> Jacob, I hope it doesn't. Oh, I can't. Oh, God. I hope I didn't. Oh, my God. It's fine. I'm fine. All right. All right, Hannes. Here I go. Hannes, you're doing great. I'm so sorry. Hannes, if we all live, I'm buying you an edible arrangement. We'll pass the time of apologies. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ava. Oh, come on, Marissa. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Come on. You got this. It's going to be fine. I believe in you. It's going to be fine. Don't die. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> ah! 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 No! <laughs> Ava. Oh, I deserve that. Oh, no. <laughs> Ava. Rip. <laughs> I can't believe that actually happened. 
Good news, bad news. <laughs> Ava, you're doomed. But not necessarily dead. Yet. So all of you instinctively leap through separate doors. Gunter and Hannes go through one. Gavin and Emery wheel through another. <laughs> and Ava, you jump through the last. And as you go, you feel a grip on your arm as a tentacle wraps around oh, no. your wrist. And you jerk it away and you're able to pull this tentacle off. But what the camera sees, and you don't, is a tiny speck of wiggling flesh that's just landed and is staying out of sight on your shoulder. Thank you for listening to Dread and Breakfast. This episode sponsored by... Regret! Just all regret! (laughs) Let's keep the thank yous rolling. Thank you to Eli Schneider for our theme song and original music. Check out his band, Open Doors, on Spotify. We'd also like to thank Grey Voice for the use of My Apartment is a Spaceship off the album Enter the Void Machine and The Hole at the Center of Everything from the album The Dim. You can find more spooky ambient Grey Voice vibes on Bandcamp and Spotify. Our friend Cherry Sorbet created the artwork for this story. Thank you, Cherry. You can find more of her at Cherry Sorbet on Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We are everywhere. In your ears. In your home. In the random space between the back of your oven and the wall. In the wall. In the web. On the web. On our website, dnbpod.com. We're also on Twitter at DreadAndBeFast and Instagram at dnbpod. If you've ever told anyone about our show, thank you. Word of mouth is a huge way for shows like us to grow, and we super appreciate it. If you like the show, we'd also appreciate if you went and left a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Tell us which door you would pick to escape the growing threat of the oddity orchid. Our next episode comes out in two weeks. See you then.